Okay, this is my second attempt at um, this podcast. I re-listened to the one that I actually did. And with things being pointed out to me, it very quickly became obvious that in one or two of them, I had probably put myself into a situation of uh, targets for pharmaceutical companies. So we'll, we'll leave that for, a, for another day. The podcast that I actually did start is slightly different from the previous lot that we've put up. This is in regards to receiving a telephone conversation telephone call from a young adult who has got a story to tell. There is quite a background to the story and it does stem from childhood abuse of physical, sexual and mental abuse. It's a very sad case where children were not listened to. They were constantly being told that they were lying. They were disciplined for lying in some of the most horrendous ways that you could think. And that obviously had a more adverse effect on their behaviour as they were growing up. The more one child tried to voice what had happened, the more they were labelled troubled and needed to be looked after under the psychiatric care. As time went on, there was quite a lot of irrational behaviour. But then, when you look at the past and the fact that there was nobody there to give the correct support as they were growing up. So without that correct support, you've then opened up the cage for lots of irrational thoughts and lots of irrational behaviours to then come tumbling out. And when these irrational behaviours come tumbling out, that person then gets accused of being a troublemaker, attention seeker, and the list goes on to the point of their mental state then starts being labelled with all the labels that psychiatry wants to throw. Now, I will be the first to admit that experiences can leave a person feeling extremely traumatised within their emotions. But I will also be the first to admit that with the right support, you are able to overcome and to then create and build a life that you want, that you are entitled to have. Unfortunately for this particular person, It hasn't kind of turned out that way. With many promises being made 
within the medical profession and the psychiatric profession. Those promises have not been fulfilled. So that is obviously going to rattle cages of the people who are service users, patients under the mental health division of medical practice. Which leads me on to a point to say that if the system is promising these people things of overnight stays, you're only going to be in the unit for 18 months, two years maximum, and then it's going to be time to move on for you to then keep growing so you can lead the life that, you know, other people lead. When those things don't stop happening and be forthcoming, we then must not be surprised by irrational behaviours that then come out. Now I have promised that I won't release the person's name, but I have also said and promised that I would give them a platform to talk so they can get their story out because they don't have an advocacy. But I also know that there is an organization out there that will listen to the podcast and hear this person and make contact with me so I can then hand over the contact details of the person on that podcast. Because in all honesty, that person is just crying out for somebody on the outside to take a look at what's actually happening within our psychiatric medical units that we have throughout the country. If you accidentally scratch yourself, you could be sanctioned with staying in longer because it could be seen as self-harm. When the person says that it was actually an accident, it wasn't done on purpose and I've got no other marks on me, you know, I used to, but I don't do it now because I know the consequences of what can happen and I haven't done for so long and this was an actual accident. So instead of seeing how far that person has actually progressed, they went right back to the beginning and gone, oh my God, they're self-harming. We've got to throw this at them. We've got to throw that at them. We've got to make sure that there's a person right up their rear end 24 hours a day, you know, just to make sure that they don't do anything. Well, in actual fact, what you're doing is that's intimidating behavior for a kickoff. You're going to make that person feel way more vulnerable than they already feel. So you're going to be putting them into a position where they're going to be wanting to do more about it than if you kept your distance a little bit but still kept an eye on them. Being under the mental health services and living in or staying in one of their units does not give any government or any medical profession the right to take away the basic human rights of these people. 
when you see that somebody's progressing to a point where there is an opportunity that the next step is moving into a two bedroom property still with 24 7 support around but giving that person the opportunity and the respect because you want them to give you that respect back of showing them that this is the next step you are here for six months under these conditions if you get from point a to point b without any irrational behaviors the next step will be implemented surely that would be a better way of going around it than trying to keep the person in that unit where they're not going to progress because they are still around people who are giving out irrational behaviors and thoughts due to where their mental mind is at that moment in time. But having listened to this young person tell me and other witnesses who were with me when we went to uh, meet up with this person to hear what they had to do to actually get to speak to us to get their voice heard is quite sad now one of the conditions that this person's been apparently diagnosed with is to me quite baffling because it's for somebody who's kind of like incoherent and doesn't really understand a lot but from the hours and hours of conversation that we had with this young person yesterday they were extremely coherent they understood everything that had been said to them up to when they met up with us they understood everything that we were saying to them and we understood everything that they were saying to us so i asked why they had been diagnosed with this particular condition and the answer absolutely and utterly mortified me because the answer was I raised a query with the psychiatrist as to why I was being put onto this medication and the next thing I know because I explained to the doctor that this medication was a psychotic an antipsychotic medication and the next thing I know I've been diagnosed with this disorder I asked them whether they had been through an assessment for that disorder and I was told no. So then my question is, do we have psychiatrists in the United Kingdom diagnosing people with conditions that they don't actually have? Because this is now the third case. I have been made aware of of misdiagnosis by psychiatrists working for the National Health Service. 
And if you query any of these psychiatrists, your life is made just that little bit more difficult living actually in one of the units or living in one of the care homes supported by the mental health system. But it also makes me wonder how many more young people or adults are in these units who were sexually and physically abused and then mentally abused because they mentioned it to someone when they were young children. How many of them are now revolving doors through our mental health system because our psychiatrists and our psychologists refuse to acknowledge the trauma that have been left behind due to the experiences of what happened to them as children. Now, child sex abuse has been something that's been brushed under the carpets for many, many years, not just in the United Kingdom, but throughout the world. It's wrong. And anybody committing those crimes against a child should be brought before a court of law. It is our job as adults to protect children, not abuse them. If the only way that this young person is going to be able to get their voice out is on this podcast, then so be it. I will give them the platform that they need. Due to the fact is that they have got from point A to point B is where they are today. They're not a victim anymore. They're a survivor. When I asked the young person last night, are you still in survival mode or are you in recovery mode? And as quick as a flash, the answer came back, Recovery mode. So if somebody is in recovery mode, my question is, why are they being held against their will in a mental health unit in the United Kingdom? I will be in contact with the organisation that deals with things like this because they do have lawyers working for them and I am absolutely 100% sure and positive that this organisation will be of great assistance to this person. The podcast will be coming later whether the person wishes to reveal who they are or not is down to them. I will not pressurise them into doing it. I will give them my full backing and I will do everything in my power to help them regain their full control of their empowerment so they can go on to lead a life better than they have been leading and be like their sibling 
being able to deal and get on and build friends and build a life that they so much need. I believe that this young person needs to be listened to and I hope after you hear their story that you'll believe that they need to be listened to as well. And I hope that when people hear this young person's story, they'll be more considerate of the fact that there are people out there that behave in such irrational manners due to things that have happened in childhood. Yes, childhood. Unresolved, oppressed experiences that have left them traumatised by what they've seen or by what's happened and being told all their lives to suck it up buttercup and get on with life some people can and some people can't and it's our job and it's our responsibility to be there to help those that find it hard to suck it up. I hope you join me later when we start and bring you that person's story. Wherever you are in the world today, Governor's World wishes you love, peace, happiness and joy. We wish you a day filled with rainbows and sunshine. May you be blessed with everything that you do. Until next time, take care.